Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the BMX in Our Blood. And that is an update on the jam, the Road to Recovery jam at the Trumbull Track in Trumbull, Connecticut on July 25th. Getting really pumped up on it. You may have seen a recent post of the intermediate line that we just finished up yesterday. And uh, the main line that we used last year is in awesome shape with a little addition at the end. Uh, This is on top of all the other events we will have on the track and off. Hopefully everyone can make it. Definitely in need of raffle donations and memorabilia. Memorabilia is always fun and uh, we don't have a lot of it yet. If any of you are able to contribute to that, whether you were a professional or you're a collector, that would be awesome. Just message me through Instagram at gromdad2000. So anyway, as promised, when people donate, I let everyone know that I would absolutely highlight them on the podcast. So here you go. I've got donations from Union Square Shoes, Old Bones Therapy, Fit and Odyssey, who paired up to take care of the airfare for Mike Aiken and his family, which is awesome. And I believe Odyssey also sent some parts, which is great. So thank you, Chris Muller, and thank you, Nuno, uh, and the rest of the people at Odyssey and Sunday. So also Pete Deluski for Chase bicycles sent a frame which is really cool circuit in rhode island circuit has something cooking that's uh that's it's pretty cool sabrosa and shadow thank you ronnie and ryan and the rest of the crew there robbie morales from colt always donating always supporting the cause and always appreciated kink that's always a great one too chuck goalie from kink specifically puts in a lot of a lot of effort for these events, so I appreciate it. Metal Bikes, which is a new one that's awesome. Profile through Matt Copeland, I appreciate that donation. That was a really cool one. Stove Dialer, DRG Machine Works, Derek Gerard. He made coolest stem with the Trans Am Firebird logo on it, which is just the coolest thing that'll be in there. Flat Earth BMX donated a bunch of shirts. I think that's about it. I don't think I forgot anyone so far. Those are all sponsors that I actually have uh, donations on hand. So um, waiting for a bunch more. And hopefully those all come through as well as anything you guys can help with. Most importantly, I hope you can come there for the event on July 25th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Everything from side hack racing to the jump lines I talked about to manual contests to pit bike races around the track backwards a long distance jump contest which was totally Rich Vettelero's idea and that's awesome that jump has been made it's ready to go I think that's about it uh, which is a lot that's a lot happening on that day so uh, just want to do the best we can for Road to Recovery and have a good time while we're doing it.
that's about all I have for you. Aside from one more quick thing, I did just drop a podcast, just a short little half-hour one, that I didn't plan on recording, so the recording isn't isn't great. It covers the event that I went to, the 40th anniversary of the Tri-City BMX track in Schenectady, or used to be Schenectady, but Rotterdam, same thing, right down the street from each other. And uh, it was also a dedication of the track to... Bobby Ivanella, definitely miss him. So uh, check that out. And uh, as I said, I apologize for not having a clear recording on that. But uh, it's, so that's about it. Enjoy the podcast. You'll hear from me again soon. Thanks for listening. Yeah, stuff is not. It's not an easy job. <laughs> it's a small sport, and there's not a lot of money yeah. thrown around like the old days. It just is not. It's not that. Yeah. And I still like where it's at now. You yeah. That with all that, I, I almost think it's better to not have all that money thrown around anymore. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, that always seemed temporary to me anyway. If you, if you if anyone really thought about it in the right mind, you kind of knew it was riding a wave, trying to make money off it, these manufacturers, and paying really well, and then yep. realizing they weren't getting the, the, you know, the return on investment and just failed. Yeah, I remember, like, companies calling us, like, in the late 90s. They're like, we need a guy. Who's, who's left? <laughs> Here you're looking, oh, number 47, Sam Arellano's, <laughs> you know, he's not, he's out there. Oh, yeah. Cool. You got his number? You know, and then he's, you know, <laughs> sponsored by whoever next weekend. Yeah. It was just like crazy. Yeah. crazy. Isn't it? Because you're, you aided in the, in, uh, you know, in a way, whether you want to take credit for it or not, in, in setting up a deal for this guy to actually put food on his table or, or paid the rent or whatever his story was at that time, Sam's time. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. You are part of these decisions sometimes just by passing on good word or good info. It it, it is it is interesting because yeah, like we'll get calls. You know, lot lot not necessarily just me, but lots of us yeah. at our office. We'll get calls from you know team manager or someone. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, hey, you know, do you you know what's you know I see this kid at the races. Do you know more about his story? How are his parents? Yeah. You know, is there a lot of baggage that comes with it? Sure. Know, is he a good kid? You know, mm-hmm. there's lots of fast kids, but yeah, you know, sometimes they're like, you know, we got We're trying to keep a dynamic with our team. Everybody has to fit in. Sure. You know, and some just do whatever because they want to, right? Want to win, and you know. Right. But it's just weird because sometimes you're like, wow, well, I'll be make or break somebody's, mm. you know, yeah, <laughs> deal or no deal. But right. you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty straight shooter guy, and pretty, yeah straightforward a lot of those guys know that and i'll just you know right say what it is you know it is what it is right right and yeah and you trust them that they're not uh they're not going to repeat where the info came from right i don't know how it works out now besides people too many people are trying to get sponsors (laughs) (laughs) when there's really no money to sponsor it's like yeah well with with the internet and things of that nature it's easy you know like Mm -hmm. you know like let's take you know Sal, for instance, who's a frame builder in the United States, you know, he used to have a lot higher minimums. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, in theory, yeah, you know, you or I could do a, you know, a five frame minimum order, order five frames, get jerseys made, and show up in Vegas and we're factory superstars. Yep, right. You know, because it's right. it's a lot easier to do things now than yeah. it was yeah. back then. You know, there's eight million carbon wheel companies and they yeah. all go on, you know, Alibaba or whoever. And right. Here's our right. logo, silk screen it, or they sticker them here, and it's right. like, 
you know. Yeah. It's just a different, different, different time, you know, different, yeah. different right. place and everything. So. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not faulting those people for doing that either. You know, I mean. Right. You know, Bob Bob Haro became a millionaire off making number plates. Yeah. Right. You know, when you think of it that way, you know, at at 27 years old. Right. <laughs> right. You know, that happens once though. That doesn't. No, yeah. You know, it's, it's it, the it's, outlier. It's not what. It's not yes, the norm. Yes. It's funny. I, I've seen, I've seen guys like Lee Medlin, you know, mm-hmm. BMX Hall of Famer, as well as Bob Haro say like, you know, Bob Haro, you know, ruined number plates, oh, you know, because yeah. you used to be able to, have, you know, you made your own and you get got your own character, but um, right. you know, it's always, you know, um, subjective. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like. Uh, Bob saw a niche, made a great product, and then you know that evolved into obviously you know him becoming the you know inventor, godfather of freestyle, right? You know, riding torquers. Then he's like, I should make my own frames. You know, then that goes into frames, and then it goes into yeah. You know, so through all of that, and Mm -hmm. you know, through the help of his team, and you know, Jim Ford, and all these other guys that helped him get to where he was at that time. You know, he was able to you know sell his business at 27 years old and do pretty well you know so yeah right but that's the outlier we're talking about so it's the, the opportunity doesn't come up very often. correct yeah i don't i don't foresee anyone you know starting making them you know right you can always be proved wrong but it's a, like you said that sure. that you know that's a you know it's it's right time right place yeah. right area right you know there's you know so mm-hmm. a lot of stars have to align for that to happen and you have to be both lucky and good, I think. <laughs> do you think, do you think uh, riders now don't, and parents, well, actually I say parents because a lot of this is being conducted by the parents, uh, do you think they don't have a grasp on the industry exactly and that's that's why they think there's like money out there that's not really um, out there? Or are they all trying well, to squeeze the same nickel out of someone? Well, it is... It is it Sorry, is the same turnip. Kind of it is the same turnip. You mm-hmm. know, the industry only has so so much money. But right. I'll I'll use a perfect example. Um, my father-in-law owned a bike shop for you know thirty plus years. He ran a BMX track in up uh, all up in the Idaho area, Boise, Idaho area, Mountain Home, Idaho area. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he ran a shop. He started a track in the real early nineties because he used to watch me go race. And he had a, he had his shop since eighty two. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I should start a track. It'll it'll help my business and help my shop. And yeah. we don't have one in our town. Right. So he started right. a track, and. Uh, you know, he ended, ultimately ended up buying like a 15 passenger van. He took these eight or 10 kids all around. He took them to the Salt Lake Nationals. He took them, you know, racing all over the place. He let them run up a tab. Oops, run up, That's a, okay. run up a tab inside their shop. Yeah. He let them, uh, you know, he got them jerseys and all that. And then, you know, we'd be at like the Salt Lake Nationals and they're like, man, I wish I could get sponsored. Yeah. I'm like, you are sponsored. And they're like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like Tony was my father is is my father-in-law's name. Yeah, yeah. I go Tony drove you here. Yeah. I go. <laughs> you know, he helps you out with your bike parts. You know, uh, right. sponsorship is a very. It's a very I, well, I would say overused term. Mm-hmm. Um, people equate sponsorship with you pay for everything. When. Uh, no, it's like. You know, hey, how about I get you, you know, you get a discount on your frame, the discount that you save, that pays for your entry fees at the next race you go to. You know, you're right. You are sponsored. 
So, um, and there are some companies that have all these tiered, tiered programs and things of that nature. And there's all these different levels and, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, you know, um, not to downplay what people do today because sure. it has changed a lot. But, um, you know, to me, you know, a quote unquote factory ride from say when I grew up in the early eighties or into the late nineties and all, all through that era and a factory ride today are much, much different. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, much, much different. Yeah. And, but with those came a lot of pressure. I, you know, I had Mm -hmm. friends that got on some big, big teams like that. And they were just like, I just, I just want to ride for a bike shop team. It's way cooler. I can ride what I want. No pressure. pressure, You know, there's, you know, they got a lot, but a lot of pressure came with it, you know? So, well, the, I mean, there's a trade-off, right? I mean, that you don't have to just perform, but you're, you're, you're at that point, you're, you're a salesman for the company. That's the way it should be. Correct. I, I mean, you that. see it all the time now. I mean, like, uh, again, I keep comparing to, like, when, when I grew up, but it was, mm-hmm. like, all my friends and, and myself in my neighborhood, I mean, you ran your number plate all week. It was, like, right. you know, you saw a kid across the street on the corner waiting out to stop it, like, that dude races. You know, he's got a number plate on yeah. his bike. You know, now... You know they don't want to race with a number plate. They, you know, they're they're too cool. Gork, you know, Gork and Gmail and those guys, they'll they'll shoot an awesome shot of kids in practice. Yeah. No number plate on their bike. They're like, I'm not using it. Yep. You know, looks like he's yeah. out at the trails or whatever. They're like, I'm not. You know. Right. It's and it's like how how could you not? You know, you're at a you know hypothetically a national. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they're shooting your photo in your practice and you don't have a plate on your bike. Right. You know. Right. And it, if if that's an opportunity that you lost because you didn't have all your equipment on your bike or what they, what they want to show on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whole magazine or website, whatever that may be. Yeah. It's a huge missed opportunity for you as Mm -hmm. a writer. And it's a huge missed opportunity for the people that do sponsor you. Or if they, nobody does sponsor you, a huge opportunity for someone that might want to sponsor you that could see you. Right. So there's a lot of things going on in one instance. (laughs) And they're not paying attention to that. They don't, or they're not grasping that, how important it is. Yeah, like I, I just, Gork just showed me a picture last week, and he was, and there was like two or three pictures he was wanting mm-hmm. to use for something, and he's like, man, I'm using, this kid's got gloves, look, at he's got like the cool mirrored goggles, I mean, yeah, he's got, yeah. I mean, he, that looks, you know, he's like, he look, just looks fact, he looks like he's, you know, he's a racer, you know, yeah, yeah. and, you know, and he, you know, that was, when he picked the photo, that was... He asked me, you know, he's like, what do you, you know, what do you think? And, you know, ultimately, whoever shot the photos and is picking will make that choice, but they may throw four or five or six out there and go, you know, which one do you like? You know, and I, I might like something completely different. And I go, well, why do you like that one? And I'll right. say, well, I think this, this, and this, you know, so. Right. You know, so, uh, so yeah, there, there's a lot of, lot of things like that. I, I've, you know, over the years, I've seen almost cover shots that didn't, that weren't because of something you know and it was like man that would have been that would have been that would have been huge for that guy yeah yeah (laughs) it's not like you can tell him right i mean take a tremendous amount of time to go hey we almost used you so to Mm -hmm. to, to kind of making a a, make it a teaching moment you know no you can't do that it'd take you forever to keep up with that now on the flip side of that there's been i remember an instance you know gork put a rider on the cover Mm mm-hmm 
and the team manager called us and he was all upset. Oh, well, you know what? How could you put that guy on the cover? You know, you knew he wasn't running the right fork on his bike. We're like, hey, it's not my job to, my job is to take the photo. Your job is to make sure he has all the right stuff on his bike or the rider's job. He's like, you know, that's, it's a great photo. That's what that's we outrageous. used it. Cause you know, that team manager got called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they didn't have the right fork on right. the rider's bike. And we're like, that's on you. <coughs> that's on you. I go, I don't know your. Right, right. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have your team sheet list right. of sponsors. You know, we. And even if you did, not your job. Exactly. That's what we told him. We say, hey, that's, that's your job to make sure the right sure. parts are in the right place. We're going we, through good pictures. We, we just take the photos, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel. Do, do, does that happen a lot where you, where you get, basically get that, that kind of expe- expectation from uh, a uh, team manager or just a family that, that they thought USA BMX was not only going to take care of facilitating an entire national mm-hmm. but you also have to take care of all these other details for our kid I mean wow. well a lot of and I get you know to, I mean things are a lot different than when I grew up you know sure. parent, parents are different kids are different yeah. you know it's a, it's, a, it's a hard you know people like to compare it all the time and it, it is you know all I know is the way I grew up, grew up and the way my parents would have you know taught me or treated me or whatever and in certain situations and you know um but um lots you know most people are just it's just you know i'm gonna say lots but you know in certain instances it's like a lot of things are self-interested in what works for them and then a lot of times i take the time and go okay well like let's use a rule change for existence Mm -hmm. they'll go well you you should change this because this 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 and this okay well cool that works in you know California, Arizona, or wherever you may live, but right. by changing that rule, you know, does, does that work in Connecticut? Right. Does that work in Mississippi? Because when we change a rule, mm-hmm. it's across the board. Right. So they'll say something, you know, oh, well, that's not fair. And I go, well, what, what? I go, it is, because what makes it fair is it's the same rule for everybody, everywhere. So there's so no it advantage is or disadvantage. It is fair, you know. So, yeah. you know, a lot of things are... Yeah, I get it. Everybody wants the best for their 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 kid, their rider, sure. their team. But sometimes you got to step back, and you know, it's like, hey, we have to, you know, we have to care about everybody who's here. Yeah, you know, everybody. I do that a lot in team setup. I go, hey, man, I know you're all about you and what works for you this weekend. But I said I have to worry about what works for everybody this weekend, yeah. and it has to be what works for me <laughs> to be able to make it work for everybody. So, well. You know, we got, we got, we all got to work through this, you know. Right. You know, right. So. Yeah, and I mean, you're putting out a, a product, so it's got to be a little difficult because you're, they're your customers. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're your, you're trying to educate these people. It's a, it's way more involved than just a store. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and some, some, some rules are, are, are gray for a reason because you can't it, it can't be black and white right you know, it has to be gray and it's yeah. it's something that yeah, I, I use baseball to try to dumb things down sometimes sure. it's like an umpire there's a strike zone it's whatever that umpire mm-hmm. views on that game right. or what he views he she whoever the umpire may be right you know what who 
how they view that current situation and you're not standing where they are right you know so you mean um, the umpire doesn't see that square no he doesn't no he doesn't see if it goes in that as far square. as i know they don't maybe they do and maybe they have virtual goggles in their face masks i don't i don't know i've never been an umpire so they may no but yeah they, they don't have that luxury you, you were never an umpire because you've done a lot of stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry Go no ahead. it's all good so um so yeah and and you know i've you know you know, you know, you know, George Costa, I know there were some yeah. times I had to, I'm like, you know, and you know, he's an engineer and everything's got to be, it's black and white, you know, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. no, George, this is why it's gray. Yeah. And l- let me explain. And you explain two scenarios yeah. and you're like, in, you know, in this scenario, this, this scenario, this, it's the same ending, but right. you know, it, you know, the umpire or the official views that as, sure. you know, whatever. And, uh, so yeah, a lot of times it's you know a lot of times people just don't read the rule book, right? And they you know it's what someone told them in the at the motorboards at the local track, and then yeah. you're like, well, I don't know who told you that, but you know this let's or they read the first part of the rule but not the bottom part, and you're like, okay, yeah, it does say that, but keep keep <laughs> keep, keep reading, keep reading, and then they're like, well, further, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I got it, and. All the way down there by where you sign. Yeah, yeah. That you read. (laughs) So, but it's, but that's, I mean, that's, you know, you you deal with, you know, thousands of people every weekend and, you know, we get lots of emails and lots of phone calls and, you know, a lot of times if you can just take the time with the person and talk to them about it, explain it, hear hear them out, you know, and we, we hear great ideas sometimes and that's how we do make some rule changes or we, or it may we may look at things differently because, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, if I had a penny or a dime for every time I heard, you know, you know what you guys should do, or have you ever thought of, <laughs> you know, I, I'd be a very rich man, you right, know, right? or you need to do this. Especially if you're talking about the pro class. Yeah. That's got to be, yeah, that's got to be a bit tiring, uh, but we won't get into that one. That's because I, I, uh, obviously that was a deep topic, and there's many deep topics. But uh, I really, since, since I started to talk to you, and we've become friendly with just talking about a lot of this stuff, just different goals, and actually more more old school than anything. Mm. Just talking about some fun old stuff. It's uh, getting a little peek into your world. Um, I I just cannot, I cannot believe how hard the entire organization works and this is no BS this is you guys put in so much time and I just want everyone to hear it that you guys I've witnessed it yeah it's the and then everyone witnesses that at a lot of the nationals lately and the grants of course Mm -hmm. you might get three hours sleep if you're lucky right yeah the grants the grants is you know it's but even nationals have been yeah. so big lately. Yeah, that yeah, it's been. I just want to compliment you and your coworkers on this because it, it's it's a big deal. And then this weekend being such a unique scenario, plus a national going on, right? There's a national. There's uh, no, uh, uh, like Chris Luna, Cody, Bill Curtin, those guys went down to the Florida State Series. That's right, Florida. Okay. It's the Florida State Championships, which is a national. <laughs> Basically, it's a yeah. 210 moto race this year. You know yeah. they're, uh, you know, Sporting getting it done. They have a, they have a great crew down there in Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, they got a 
great scene down there. I would say, you know, I tell people all the time, per capita, I mean, Florida has so many beautiful tracks. Yeah. I mean, so many right. amazing tracks, you know, right. just aesthetically, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're pretty to look at, they're green. I mean, they're just, they're, it's amazing, you know, per, like per capita, I just, I mean, there's great tracks everywhere. Sure. And I would never, you know, track operators are the backbone of our sport and I would never you know, dog anybody out about their track because right. it's a it's a very you know it's a very thankless job. Oh, I mean, they're, they they work every bit as hard as 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 we do, sure. and uh, you know that. But the, but man, Florida is there. There are some amazing facilities down there. <laughs> yeah, like per capita, I would right. say, right, hard hard to beat. You know, right. there's so many great places. Well, so. do me a favor and just accept the compliment that. Or just it, me being in awe of of the effort that you guys put in, and you just do it. You don't complain. You don't, you just do it. And I think you must all have this common goal within USA BMX, whether it's freestyle, like, like mm-hmm. you and I, you know, being part of uh, yep, yesterday today, today yep. or it's nationals. Yep. That, like everyone's putting on whatever hat they have to, and and they're happy about it. That no one's. No one's crying about. Oh, this is my ninetieth hour this week. And I, I, right. You know what I mean? It's and I'm I, I'm sure people get burnt and every that would be natural. I, I would think it was yeah yeah strange and if people uh, didn't get burnt, but just burnt out. I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. For you know, first I'll say th- you know thank you you know thank thank you for the compliment and uh, it is a you know it's always a team effort and it's like mm-hmm. you know everybody's yeah you know I I, I just explain to people we're all like self-starters mm-hmm. it's like we all know what we do what our piece of the pie is yeah. and we go and we right. do it and we try to do it to the best of our ability right you know we we can all fit in on other if i got to be the other piece of the pie next week i can be right but everybody has their mm-hmm. their role their expertise you know what they're good at where mm-hmm. they're best used or uh utilized however you want to say that sure. and um you know, we show up, we hit the ground running, and we just, you know, I know what I have to do, and I go and do it, and I get it done, and I don't, mm-hmm. I, in my head, I go, you know, like Jen was scoring. I know she's going to do it. She's going to do it really good, and I'll swing by and say, hey, you need a coffee, water, hot chocolate, you know, what do you need? You know, you need yeah. your blanket because it's getting cold, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. You need your hat because you're getting sunburned, you know, yeah. just those things, but she does that. She's really good at it. You know, the guys that work registration and all that, they, you know, it's like, it is a big, you know, with, with everything we do. And that's, you know, like this weekend we brought, you know, for the, you know, the Woodward event that's going on, we have, you know, Pennsylvania state race, you know, DK gold cup qualifier. We have our freestyle event. So it's like, you know, I'm here, um, Shane, our our new president's here to help some freestyle and he jumps in and gets dirty and does whatever Mm -hmm. he needs to do. You know, we uh, hired Tony D on the freestyle side, and right. you know, we show up, and uh, you know, we again, we all know our our part, our piece, and right. you know, we jump in and get it done. But on the race side, you know, we have some uh, some of the people from the South Park came over, and you know, they're helping. We have some Woodward right. people, but we also brought you know Justin Travis, right. and John David's over there. Yes, um, Justin Travis's wife, who's mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, she 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 <laughs> helps Justin, which helps us, and right. you know she's uh, you know Matt, Maddie's awesome 
too, yeah. and it's juggling the baby too. Yeah, and it's it's and a big, it's awesome. uh, it, you know, USA BMX or you know, for the old school people that always want to keep calling us ABA, which you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's hard it's, for it's the MBLers like like myself. It's uh, because that's the way we always remembered it, but we didn't participate in it. I go to a mm-hmm. couple ABA races a year. Yeah, so I wasn't in it enough to really have it change in my head. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And, um, you know, B, you know, BA, um, you know, the CEO of our company, you know, he's, you know, he, he raced as a kid, his father owned, uh, you know, two or three BMX tracks, you know, his, his, uh, you know, they owned, uh, you know, Rebel Racing and all, you know, sure. you know, they're, they're big BMX family, but, um, you know, he's, he's a great guy to work for. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He's fun. He's really funny. He's a really funny guy. Um. Yeah. You know, he's awesome to work for, and it's a big, really is a big family. I joke and say we're like a big dysfunctional family, but we always, <laughs> you know, we spend a lot of time together. But, yeah. you know, all of our spouses and, and everybody is, you know, very involved with a lot of things. You know, like, you know, my wife Jennifer, for instance, she does all the behind-the-scenes stuff for the Hall of Fame and all that. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and everybody, you know, thanks me, talks to me, because I, I deal with it a lot, but I mean... And then you pass it on to her, the thank Well, <laughs> yeah, I, so I always say, thank, thank her. Right, you know, right. She, she puts a lot of time in, and, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't have to. She just, yeah. you know, likes to do it, and she's good at those things, and that's... Mm-hmm. But again, she's, she's still part of the family and part of the company. Sure. You know, it's like... Everybody's super, super. Which must be really important to, uh, to to having that situation where where your your spouse appreciates that you you've got to go and and help and make things work, make mm-hmm. them happen, and do your best to make sure they come out the best they possibly can. And know that that it's going to mean some weekends, a lot of weekends of work. So yeah, I, th- I mean, you know, she she obviously has her own career and has you know loves what she does, and uh, I think they have to be. You know, me personally, I think they have to be very very strong people. You know, to mm-hmm. be able to you know put up with our lifestyle. I guess you would say you know mm-hmm. or uh, you know able to work around our lifestyle I mean sure she'd sure. love me to be home every weekend and sure. you know we do get to do a lot of <clears throat> a lot of neat things and you know because of USA BMX and mm-hmm. because of the things you know BA has done done f- for a lot of our families and sure. things of that nature so mm-hmm. you know we work hard play hard you know all, the, all those things right. and uh, you know when you really you know break it down I mean we're all most everybody there are all you know, we all grew up in it. We're all racers. It's yeah. like, hey, I've got lane eight four times in a row, two in a main, and <laughs> I feel you, man. It does it. It does suck. Yeah. You know, it's like, but the you know, I, generating I, it, not me. <laughs> right. I, I tell people, I go, hey, I've gotten away with stuff I probably shouldn't have, and I've gotten called for stuff I probably shouldn't have. You right. know, and I go, yeah. I was joking. I go, there's still a guy from like '84 that owes me a TV that I won in a series <laughs> that I never got. You know, yeah. so I mean. It, it it's still funny to me. Some people yeah. were like, "Man, I was looking through an old magazine and I saw you had a picture in there. I, you know, I didn't even know you raced." I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, "You don't know me that well." Though. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got, you know, I got a few nag plates hanging up in the garage sure. or whatever, and <laughs> a lot of but you were things not, in that, it, that. Obviously, we've talked a lot about uh, different places that you lived mm-hmm. since you, you grew up in a military family, right? 
So at one time you must have been out my way in the East Coast because you experienced a lot of the same races and tracks that I did. Mm -hmm. um, and part of the, one of the reasons I wanted to interview you is to put a little context, a little texture to, to, to who you are as a person and the, the things that you've experienced like I have uh, and even more so because you started a little bit before me uh, with me 83 and you started in the 70s, right? Yeah, my well, I mean, not not to cut you off or whatever, mm -hmm. but um, so technically, kind of my first race I went to, like organized race, was uh -huh. in nineteen eighty. Sure, but I was getting, I had, I was getting the magazines and and right. all of that stuff prior to that, and I had BMX bikes prior to that, but my my dad mm -hmm. was a uh, you know he was big into motocross, you know he's he's you know my family's from Ventura, California originally, so my dad, he surfed and he skied and he raced moto and all that stuff, so uh -huh. of course most kids grow up doing what their parents do because yeah. you're around it, so you know, I did a lot of that too, so yeah. I actually raced, you know, mini bikes, motorcycles, whatever, first, motocross, and uh -huh. some of my buddies rode BMX, so I would, I would uh, ride, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so I would go race motocross and they would go race BMX. Right. And then I got, you know, I got hurt racing mini bikes, and then, you know, it ended up where, you know, my, you know, my doctor was like, well, you know, we don't want you riding motorcycle, you know, so it's like, right. you know, can I ride my bike? You mm -hmm. know, and then, him saying I could ride my bike turned into, oh, he said I could go race BMX. You know, my dad's like, oh, we'll just tell your mom you can go race BMX, <laughs> you know, yeah. which is riding my bike. Sure. So, so anyway, so I went, you know, oddly enough, this is when we lived in Florida. And uh -huh. I, I went to the Tallahassee track. Uh -huh. Oh, and I'll, let me back up. So sure. there, there used to be a, across from our house before we moved on to the base, there was a big field and it had a, a church and like a big covered, I don't know if you can call it a gazebo, but a big, mm -hmm. almost like a DeSoto or Albuquerque cover. And they used to do yeah. these big, like revivals or mm -hmm. whatever and uh behind that was an npsa bmx track that had a wooden so and i used to ride my xr 75 on that during on the, the week and then they would race on on the weekend but i i, I never raced bmx there all right i, I went right. to tallahassee yeah so <laughs> so i went to uh i think of that now going ah man the, the whoever Right, you know, right. tracks were different then, but yeah. you know, you would, yeah. you know, I think of like, man, if kids were riding their mini bikes on the BMX track today, people would flip out. So, and I, I don't blame them. I think back, like, yeah, I was that kid. <laughs> yeah, you're dealing with that at Foothills right now. Yeah. Because so when you, have a, when you have an accessible track, it's, mm -hmm. it's something's going to happen you know, so, at some point. But so yeah, so technically, the first BMX organized BMX race mm -hmm. I was, I went to Tallahassee, and it was it was an MBL track. Oh, okay. And I actually have photos of my bike with my my Haro number plate on it, and yeah. I thought it was cool because I saw Stu or someone they they had torn the the face off, and it was just like the opaque, yeah. weird, clear plastic. Yeah. And I have like, you know, they gave me MBL stickers, so I have them like on the part I have. Uh -huh. Boom. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then uh. <clears throat> You know, I, I went there and then, you know, I, I, I you know, we, I kept racing more. We got into racing sailboats and all kinds of other things. And then when we moved to 
from from there, you know, my dad got transferred up to, you know, Boise Mountain Home area in Idaho. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, went, you know, pre-internet. This is, you know, sure. a- April of 82. Right. So, uh, you know, you go to the local bike shop and I saw a schedule. Yeah. And uh, they were just starting their season and then Mm -hmm. they go yeah we got you know four tracks around here and i was just like yes you know so in idaho yeah so i uh so uh i ride my bike to school the first day and Mm -hmm. you know of course i have my number plate on and right these dudes see me and they're just like they just come over and you know i meet four or five guys they have number plates and we're like some of those guys i'm still friends with to this very day you know so that was like so when I moved there there was a, a month left of eighth grade mm-hmm. and I you know I met them at the bike rack in the morning and like I said some of those guys I still talk to today they're still yeah. but you know that's like I said the number plate identity was yeah. you know you had one if you raced you didn't if you didn't right and that was all pre you know freestyle obviously started later you know sure. the bigger freestyle scene but mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you just knew anywhere you went, if you saw someone with a number plate, you're like, that guy races. Like, I need yeah. to go talk to that guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> or you'd be camping, you'd see, you know, on the back of someone's motorhome, you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta come back by here because obviously I got something in common with these people. Right. You know? Right. So surely we have something to talk about. Oh, so. That's wild. So yeah. It, 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 you know, you're saying 80 and, and me 83, you, you know as well as I do, Things changed fast year year after year. So three mm-hmm. years in the evolution of, of BMX racing was a, those three years. Yeah, and before, but you know, just talk about you and I eighty to eighty three. A lot happened quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing how yeah. much happened so fast. So, so uh, yeah, being there in eighty was a hell of a lot different than what I experienced in eighty three when I started. Mm-hmm. And regions too. Regionally, things were different. Then you know, I'm sure Connecticut was a bit different than than Idaho. So anyway, uh, uh, is that where you spent most of your your childhood, or the rest? Of, well, well, I went. I went. So when I when I moved to Idaho, I went to you know junior high through high school, mm-hmm. and then kind of after high school, my you know my my now wife, mm-hmm. who I've been you know married to for 32 years. Uh-huh. Um, we, you know, we moved down to Ventura for a little while just because, you know, I, it's funny, I, you know, now I, I, you know, ironically, you know, I've went back to up to that area for years and years and years and everybody, because, you know, she's kind of from up there and yeah, yeah. everyone always go, what do you do up there? And I'm like, ah, oh, nothing, man. It's terrible. Don't, it's, <laughs> still I just go because my wife wants me to go and, you know, my father-in-law's there and, right, right. you know, now <laughs> and, and like. You know, a, a kid, a kid of the '80s, and you're looking through, you know, the motocross magazines and the skate magazines and the BMX magazines, and you know, every, mm-hmm. you know, everybody I knew, they're like, I gotta go, I gotta go to California, man. That's where it's right. at. Right. Gotta, I gotta go there. Yeah. Freestyles there, races there, everything's yeah. there. Yeah. You know, it's like the mecca. You know, now. Right. It's like. I talked to my friends in Idaho and they're like, dude, there's so many California plates. And I was my one, one of my longtime friends that I met at the bike rack. He's like, isn't that ironic, man? We, you know, like uh-huh. everyone wanted to go to California. Yeah. 40, you know, 35, 40 years later, yeah. they're all moving here, you know, because, 
And now all, all the all my California friends are like, now I know why you were coming here. It's so awesome. It's yeah. this, I'm like, shh. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Right, right. So yeah, scrap, edit that out. That's an, that's an Idaho, for real, that's an Idaho thing, right? Because that's where my, my, uh, my dad's sister and his uh, brother-in-law lived. He, he just passed recently, uh, but my aunt still lives there. Military also, by the way. Okay. And, uh, and they've been in Boise for a while, and they, they love it. Yeah, they love it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it, it's funny. Like, uh, you know, talking with you know, I'll, you know, Dean Dean Bradley a little bit. He's you know, he was, uh, you know, he was a, with Action Now Mag. I mean, he's he was way at the forefront of a lot of early BMX stuff mm-hmm. and worked at you know all the magazines, a lot of the companies, right. and all those things. Right. And uh, uh, him, uh, himself and his wife Jill, who who used to work at Haro, they they lived there. And oh. he was saying it really reminds him of like Southern California, like in the like the sixties and seventies. You could ride your dirt bike out your backyard, you yeah, know, because yeah. it wasn't right. It wasn't built with homes, and it's mm-hmm. you, you can. You, I mean, you know, it's a it's a it's a great state. I mean, there's there's there, there's a lot of cool things, you know, there and. You know, obviously, fly, I see the fly racing box here. Obviously, Western Power Sports yeah. is based out of there, and right. Um, right. You know, I've known those guys forever, and I've known Ray that works there. You know, forever, probably twenty years now yeah. since he's about fourteen or fifteen. And wow, you know, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really cool place, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's. I mean, I, like I said, I lived a lot of neat places, and a lot of you know, I lived in, I raced in Massachusetts, like in. Like '89, my, my wife went to her tech school there. For the, my wife was in the Air Force for eight years, and my dad was in for 20. So, 28 years of my life I spent moving around. Right. So she was she did her tech school at uh, Fort Devens, which is in uh, Air Air Massachusetts. So I was there for yeah. maybe eight or nine months, and I raced at Lakeview BMX. And it's funny because you know Bill Bill Curtin. Sure. Works with me now. Um, a friend of his, Jim Jim Rossetti, uh-huh. used to race me all the time at Lakeview. So Bill Bill, he's like, okay. I, he didn't know me then, but he goes, I I, I heard about you from a few guys because yeah. they would always try me get me to go race. Oh, you got to go to Cape Cod. You got to go to here. You got to go there. I'm like, right. I just you know mostly racing okay. out out west primarily. I did I just raced. Yeah. A lot of ABA, and I wasn't planning on staying there. I, sure. I just, you know, I was out driving around. I drove by, I saw like the back of a starting hill, and there's people on, you know, driving down a two laner road, yeah. and it was real close to my house. And I, I called my father in law in Idaho, and I go, Remember my bike I boxed up? Like, I needed you to send it to me because yeah. there's a track right. like four miles from my house. Uh-huh. So I went in and talked to him. He had a bunch of loaner bikes, so I jumped on a cruiser, raced, and yeah, and then my bike came the next week, and so I ra- I raced there. So yeah. I raced Massachusetts for a while, mm-hmm. and then uh, we were stationed. Uh, my wife was stationed. You know, we were sp- stationed in Maryland, so I mm-hmm. raced at Columbia BMX, and that's where I raced, uh, like York, you know, Cedar, oh, right. Ben Salem. I, d- I did a little bit of NBL. I raced uh, like Malika Hill. I raced. Uh, Damn, was that track fast or what? Uh, yeah, Ooh. that was the. That was kind of the limestoney one, right? It yeah. had kind of that crush. Yeah. yeah. Like it, probably it, a lot it of the tracks. Turns, but yeah. 
Yeah, it had that big kind of left-hander turn. And yeah, yeah, I raced yeah. there. Um, Not too far from Philly. Flemington, I think, was because yeah. um, I used to hang out right. at that time. I hung out with uh, like Gordy Tyler, Billy sure. Chandler. Yeah. I got to know Doug Luden through those guys. I got to know, you know, like Marcus Dixon. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. of those guys. Um, you know, so yeah. just. You know, James. I, James Ayers said we used to race him all the time. I don't. I don't necessarily. Oh, he goes. Yes. James is always like, "Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. remember. I was the guy that grabbed the brake and backed out on the first jump because I didn't want to crash." Right. But he goes, "I did race with you guys a lot." <laughs> and yeah. J- James is a great guy. I still talk to him over there at Hara. He's a he's a super cool guy. Is that where he works now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He does in house sales. Like he's always so upbeat and positive, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. just just a cool guy. You know, I, like, you know, we follow each other, and I just I, I didn't know yeah. where he landed. Because was he at a publication at one point? Yeah, he worked at uh, like BMX Business News, which uh, which was kind of like like Brain or Bicycle Retailer, but they sure. made like a BMX version yeah. of that. Yeah, he okay. worked there. He worked at Snap. Yeah, that's you know he worked at. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he was always you know he's he's still a good good dude to talk to, and he yeah. he he follows me, but he'll. You know, every once in a while we'll see each other and you know man i need to get like tuned up on what's going on out there you yeah. know i'm talking to all these dealers and, right you right, know, <laughs> right. i go just come out to a race man yeah get back to your roots <laughs> yeah, right right oh that's fun. but uh so you get a flavor for, for every corner of the country for the most part i mean i raced in texas we were stationed in texas you know we were stationed in hawaii we were stationed you know yeah. a lot a lot of did they have the track in Hawaii at that time? Yeah, actually, actually, I think when I lived there was like the last of the, like the good scene in Hawaii because like each island had at least one track. So like our state series, you would like fly to Maui. They had two tracks, so you'd race like Saturday, Sunday. You'd fly over, race yeah. you know Saturday, Sunday, yeah. fly home. You know, Big right. Island had two tracks. You know, you'd fly over, boom, boom. You know, Kauai had one track, you know, and then, you know, luckily for me, Hickam, uh-huh. which was on Hickam Air Force Base, and, you know, that's Oahu's the most populated island where we were, uh-huh. we always got the final because <laughs> oh, right. we, we had the most people. Sure. So everybody had to come to us. Oh, right. So, but it, it was, it was a very unique and very, uh, I thought it was a cool state series because you, you know, you jump on a plane for a 17 minute flight, Yeah. you know, get off. So race wild. all weekend do some sightseeing right very very unique yeah very, very unique so i lived there we lived there like three and a half years you know Jeez. that was our that was my wife's first duty station mm-hmm. so it was it was pretty cool got it and then we moved from hawaii to maryland where yeah. we lived in columbia and wow, and then that's when i met gordy and yeah all those guys so uh, yeah there was a serious uh a maryland crew at that time um, it was like Rainer Matthews was just kind of. Gosh, it was an he was he was just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like fading off when I when when I moved there, but like like Robbie Miranda would come up there sometimes, and that, uh, Ryan Iarochi yeah. kid would come down there sometimes. Oh right. Yeah, the Cyclecraft crew. Um, right. Yeah. yeah, there was always a lot of fast people would kind of stop stop through there, but sure. but yeah, I remember racing. Uh, like at, at Ben Salem, I remember racing like Jason Weatherhold, Rob Delecky, yeah, like some yeah. of those guys, which would be guys you would probably know. Oh, and, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, definitely Doug Wooden, Phil, like uh, Phil, Phil Donnell. Donnell. <laughs> I used to race him a lot, and yeah, I still he's 
He's yeah. doing the mountain bike thing. He's still getting out there. And I just talked to him the other week. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, I'd like to do a podcast with him at He's some point. Sean Moore. He used to ride there, too. Yeah. So we had a, we had a really good... It's funny. I have a cool up. picture from there, and there's probably about 15 or 20 of us, and it's all kind of that, Yeah. you know, early 20s to maybe sure. 30 crowd, and there's yeah. just a good crew. And Brian and Green, had, too. Brian Green was in there, yeah. Yeah. Brian Green and I used to crash each other all the time at locals. We laugh oh, about it now. Oh, I think we crashed <laughs> each other at nationals. Him and I, he was strong. He was yeah, strong. Yeah, That's yeah. all I can say is he was strong. Yeah, yeah. We used to have some good, some good cruiser battles, you know, yeah, over yeah. the, over the, at the Columbia cool. local scene and. But yeah, it was cool. We'd call each other. Hey, we're gonna go to Ben Salem, and just all, we'd all go up there and right. race, and then come back, or we'd do, you know, right. Uh, a lot of times we do York in the morning and then Columbia in the afternoon. We come back and I'll race Columbia. Brandon Gagnon. Yep, he was around his too. father. Yep, I remember. Mean, we all thought was uh, so old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he would race. Uh, he would race what we called it now. What was now this, which is intermediate here in the USA BMX. But he would race. He was. He may have been in his late forties, but we thought he was like seven. Yeah, yeah, he was probably like our age right, right now. <laughs> but he was whooping up on seventeen-year-olds in novels. Yeah, or yeah. intermediate, however you want to look at it. Yeah, and he was so funny. He was just like the funniest guy. So Brian was—he was a pro when I moved there, or super class. Yeah. So I didn't see him race expert, but he was. Did he have that TOL uniform? The yellow uniform. I want to say it was. Now nah, it was yellow? like that black and purple, and I think it was like WB or. I think he was on we, that too. We, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I remember. Okay. But anyway, yeah. yeah and so, he was a super nice guy, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had those huge gears, like, yeah. big, yeah, yeah. Like 14 on the back. And of he the didn't have long legs. He, he's not that <laughs> tall, you know. But him and his dad were were very tight. And that was a fun... Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, were, it was nice to see that kind of fun, thing. Fun bunch of guys. I had a lot of fun with those guys. Yeah. You know, and they'd always tease me about the West Coast, and I'd tease them about... You know, Maryland, and it was, it's you know, all in good, yeah. all that male bonding fun stuff, you know, yeah. that you probably can't do now, right? Because right. you offend somebody, but yeah, <laughs> not in that group, you won't. No, it's hard to offend <laughs> those guys, that's for sure, man. You have to go way, dig really deep, right? Right, <laughs> that crew, oh. but yeah, we had some good times, man. So, yeah, yeah, I've raced, you know, like I said, raced a lot of places all over Texas, mm-hmm. you know, I raced a lot of Texas guys locally and nationally, and yeah. I, you know, when I moved to Arizona, I would race Stan Roper all the time. He was really, really fast, you know, and we, you know, we'd battle out at locals, and then we'd, we'd go, you know, we'd crash each other at locals, and then we'd fly all the way out to a national and crash each other there, and we'd go, really? We're going we're gonna to do it out here, too? You know, it's like, right, right. Like, can we just leave, leave, leave that on the table, uh, you know, locals. this weekend and just take it back to the local scene, you know? Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's... Man. He was he was super fast, and there was a lot of, you know. There's a really good Phil Donnell story uh, on my podcast with just my podcast with Justin Lafredo, mm. just like two podcasts ago maybe, where uh, Justin took Phil out so he could win because he really wanted to win Saturday, so he would mm. cap out on the money and, and get to race double A on Sunday, mm-hmm. and so he knew that Phil was going to come after him. And so he went and hid in someone's the first camper door that was open. He just hid inside that camper and, <laughs> and mm. his crew were looking for him because they wanted to kill him. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god, it's it's such a funny story. And then the next day, he's like, "I was just looking to congratulate you." Like, I don't know what the big deal. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you weren't. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you tear your shirt off, Phil? You're gonna like fight me, man. No. Yeah, Phil. He's an awesome. Such guy. a great story. Super, super cool guy. Yeah, I, I can't wait to interview him. It's but yeah, he did the ground get up. Tell you what, who, who hit me, man? <laughs> who was it? Who was it? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that kills me. All right, well, let me let me look at my notes here because there's a, there's there's quite a bit in here, but um, yeah, I already I, I already told you how awesome the crew is for USA. <laughs> and and I got to witness it here. I mean, it's it's crazy. When I thought you were done on Thursday night, when I got here, I thought you guys were all wrapped up because I got here at around eleven. You weren't even done until twelve. Yeah, maybe? probably. Yeah, about midnight. Yeah, I should have known. We we flew in, and that was. Sure, we could have came a day earlier, but, mm-hmm. you know, again, you want to catch an extra day at home if you can, you yeah. know, so we're like, okay, if we land, we're going to have to, yeah. we all talk, hey, we're going to be there until midnight, probably, and we're like, ah, it's, it is what it is, right. you know, right. so. To game we'll, that day. We'll just yeah. get it done. Right. You got to tell me uh, the pen story from Rockford. Oh, okay. Well, you know, like, uh, you know, like we did. We we're talking earlier in the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, I was saying it's the, you know, uh, Cruz Mike, uh, nicely, uh, you know, posted the, the 10th anniversary of the, you know, uh, we'll say MBL faltering or going out of business sure. or whatever you want to say, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, what, whatever, uh, sure. you know, whatever way you choose to look at it. Sure. So that was, you know, June, I forget the, the exact date, but June, it's June is, was it'll be 10 years ago you know mm-hmm. this this June and Mike right. Mike was commenting on you know like I said this is when everybody found out was kind of May and then sure. like June everything was done mm-hmm. you know so to speak so we we were at Rockford uh-huh. and uh, you know some emails were going back and forth and phone calls and it was finalizing everything for for the you know for the agreement of us right. you know uh, you know, acquiring the assets, you know, whatever you want, you know, however you want to look at it. Sure. So, you know, it literally happened when we're at Rockford. I want to say it was like a, uh, like Friday, Friday afternoon, maybe, maybe Saturday. Right. You know, BA, BA gets an, uh, you know, gets an email. Uh, for some reason, he had to go back to the hotel for something. He yeah. Had to get, I want to say he had to get something notarized, whatever. Sure. So, um, you know, he comes back, you know, he has everything and he's, he's, you know, he's showing it to a few of us and we're mm-hmm. just like, wow, you know, this is, you know, we're, you know, it's a moment, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. you're still like, wow, you know, this is really happening, you yeah. know, <laughs> I can imagine. and, uh, and I told you, you know, in the story, like a few years prior, that whole scenario where, mm-hmm. we, you know, tried to purchase them and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. um, so anyway, so back to that and then BA's like you know so we're standing by these cars he goes you know I need a pin you know and I always have pins because I talk to a lot of people or mm-hmm. they're like hey can I borrow a sharpie hey do you have a pin right, I need to write right. my kids you know gates down on the motor lot you know yeah. can I borrow do you have let me you know let me take that can I buy it from you whatever so I always have pins in my pocket so mm-hmm. you know Pro Gates, you know, has always been nice enough, you know, they used to give us these big boxes of pins. So I always have a lot of those because we have them in the truck. So I I took the, you know, pin out of my pocket, basically, you know, gave it to PA and he, he signed the, yeah. 
you know, sign the deal. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, later later on, you know, I wasn't in there when it did, but later on, the, you know, the, the pin is still stuck to the cabinet in one of our trucks 10 years later with a moto log sticker it's a progate pin yeah. and if people you know people walk in and they go why does it say the pin because uh-huh. it has written on it the pin on yeah. the moto log so we tell them the story that's that's the pin <laughs> that va signed every you know yeah. and some people are like wow there used to be two groups you know because they they've been racing for four sure. years they have no clue right you know, they're like oh wow i didn't even know that there was another group right right so um so sometimes you end up explaining that whole scenario to you, uh-huh. which is, you know, it's all part of history and it's good to, yeah, you know, keep that, keep that stuff alive, you know. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that, that reminds me, I just skipped over completely. Uh, when did you go to work for USA BMX, and uh, in what capacity did you go to work there? Um, I started there in April of '96, so you know, I just hit hit the old. 25 years wow. um, just early, earlier this year so yeah. that sounds weird to say yeah. but because uh, uh, again mo- moving around a lot like the first you know 28 years of my life it was like you know you'd work somewhere two or three years sure and then you know I worked in bike shops a lot you know right. and I'd, I would usually start as a mechanic work mm-hmm. my way up be like assistant manager maybe the manager sure. and then we'd move right and then I'd you know get a job at a bike shop you know, start as a mechanic, mm-hmm. work your way up, and then you move. You yeah. Know? So, and then you start all over again. So right. that that happened a lot. So, yeah. um, but I le- I learned a lot. It was a great experience. I learned, you know, le- I met a lot of super cool people and all that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So you know, that's to say, twenty five years working at somewhere is is you know after doing that so many years, it's like that, that's a long time, and it, it is. Especially nowadays, it's a lot of my neighbors are like, "Wow, that's that's rare these days." Unless it's like a military or a fireman, you know, they're like, sure. and I'm like, "Well, it is, it is, you know, it is kind of one of those jobs, though. You know, you, you kind of, you know, it's not, you know, not not everyone can do it, you know, yeah. for sure." So, um, so yeah, I started there April '96, and mm-hmm. still at it. <laughs> still at it. So, so when you first went there. Oh yeah. So when I first went there, so I, I, how it all started was I kept bugging Clayton because Jennifer, my wife, was going to be getting out of the military, and we we wanted to move to Arizona because you know yeah, we always you know I always kind of liked it. You know, it's and you've it's, been there enough to, to yeah. Like I remember driving through there as a kid, and you know it always almost like it always seemed clean and the weather, you know and. A lot of times we went there, through there like February, March when the weather's awesome, you know. I know yeah. I, I only remember going through there a couple of times where it was like 150 degrees, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Right. But um, so we, I kept, you know, teasing Clayton, hey man, I'm moving to Arizona, so you're gonna have to give me a job, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm moving to Arizona, you have to you're be over knocking on the door, and he's yeah. like, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, give me your number, and, right? You know, he's like, yeah, you know, he hears that all the time. Sure. So then, you know, we, we had a race in, in Humboldt, Texas, and I was telling him, hey, I'm moving there. I'm moving there in like three months. So, you know, I'm coming. So, he's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me get your number, bud. Let me, let me, let me get your number again. I know, I know you gave it to me. I want to make sure I have it. So, like, it's in the corner maybe, of the pile of crunch maybe two or three weeks later, yeah. He calls me. We're, mm-hmm. we're living in Texas at this time. 
San Antonio. So Air Force Capital. Yeah, he cut he he calls me. Mm-hmm. He goes, Hey, you know, this is Clayton, you know, I'm like, Hey, what's up, Clayton? Yeah. He goes, Hey, are you are you you know, are you serious about coming? Are you really coming to Arizona? I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming there and he goes, yeah. Well when are you, when are you coming again? I said, Probably about about two months from two months from now. He goes, Well, can you come early? I go, Well like like how early? He goes, Like next week? <laughs> I go, I don't know, you know, let me let me let me talk to, you know, the old wife and see Yeah. See right. how things are, you know, or whatever and right. you know, so we talked about it and uh you know, I called him back and I said, Well I can come under under one condition that I you know, be able to come back to when they're packing our stuff to move sure. and all that stuff, which you yeah. know, he agreed upon and all that. So yeah. I said, well, well, what are you going to have me do? You yeah, know? right. Should be part of the conversation. He goes, oh, I, think, I think I'm going to put you in the, you know, I'm going to put you in the track director's department. You know, I've been talking to Bernie because I was, I saw Bernie all the time because he lived mm-hmm. in San Antonio, who's BA's father. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's lived there for years. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I would see him all the time. Sure. You know, and I would be, Bugging Bernie, hey, tell Clayton I'm coming. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> persistence. So he goes, yeah, I talked to Bernie, and he said, yeah, you race, you know, you know all these track operators, you know, when can I have you do that? Yeah. I'm like, okay, um, sure, I think I could do that. Talk to people on the phone, I'm good at that. Yeah. You know, email was kind of 96 was sort of sure. thing then. So, uh, so they hired. They hired me, they hired Billy Davis, and they hired Dean Hickey. Oh, okay. Kind of all at the same time, but I came two weeks earlier than those guys came. Right. So, so the story goes, I was coming there to be a track track director, which is you know you, you talk with the tracks and schedule races and deal sure. with all you know, which ultimately I, I did end up doing. But so anyway, so. For bigger I, races, or, or just helping helping track directors in general? With no, it'd be it'd be like the Trumbull track operator call. Hey, I need to schedule my double point, or oh, I got you. you know, hey, it's Joe Jordy. Guys, really hassling us at the track. You know, we need to send him a suspension <laughs> letter. Okay, cool, we got right. you. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, the Monday morning phone calls right, right. from you know everyone involved in whatever happened, both sides. Wait, did I get one? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you might have. No. I never know. I was the no. track director. That was the problem. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so they told me I was going to be doing that. Yeah. They told Billy Davis he was going to work in like shipping and receiving and all that stuff. Right. And he was coming there. And they they told Dean Hickey he was going to be the truck driver because he had a CDL. Oh, okay. So you know, I come first, and Clayton's like. Hey, in the in in the interim, you know, we we need you kind of in shipping and receiving because stuff's getting you know backed up. We need to need to get going on that, and then when Billy gets here, you know, we'll we'll have him jump in, and then you can move over here. Right. And then uh, so anyway, long story short, I end up running all you know mailroom shipping and receiving all that. Like back then, we sent out like a lot of we had heat presses. You'd make shirts and sweatpants all. You know, all kinds of stuff. You had all kinds of things to do. I didn't know you were printing your own, your own we, uh, stuff there. We used to do some of that, yeah. And then most of it was like a heat press style. It sure. wasn't like silk screen sure. at, at that time. So, so anyway, so I come there, you know, think I, so I end up doing that. Yeah. So Billy gets there and they're like, 
you know what? We need to have you get your CDL. I think you'll be a good truck driver. And then Dean will be, we'll move Dean into Track director. Yeah, track director. <laughs> so the three of us came there thinking we're doing totally different things. Everything switched. So then, so yeah, so I did that for like probably the first year and a half I was there. Like, yeah, sure. I, just, I told him, hey, I'll do whatever. I just want to get my foot in the door. Right, you know? right. I'll sweep the warehouse. I don't care. Sure. You know, if you're good enough, you know, worker and things of that nature, things just work out. You they know? do. So went there, did that. And then, uh, you know, I started going to a few races and then, you know, BA was kind of doing like what I do. He was doing like sponsorship, vending, all those things. And then, uh, you know, I I knew a lot of the company owners or the Mm -hmm. racers or the guys that wrote the checks because they're all like our age. Yeah. You know, because, you know, and then BA's like, hey, you you know, you know a lot of people, man. I go, yeah, I do, you know, and. And then, uh, you know, he goes, well, you know, maybe, you know, you want to help me do some of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So I started kind of doing that. And then, was uh, again, was this uh, more scheduling or national? No, stuff, it was kind or? of, BA was like, hey, you know, help me, you know, you know, you know, you know, these, these guys are your friends and it's easier for you to talk to your friend about, you know? advertising or sponsorship or things of that oh, nature so in, in, in the meantime he said you know you can help me a little with that but we're going to move you into the track director department too so I kind of did both because he goes because we would go to races and it's like I knew all these track operators from all these different places because they raced up their tracks and they're like he's like holy shit you know, holy shit, you know, a, lot, you know a lot of people yeah. like in the industry yeah. and, and track operators like right. yeah I've raced like I said, I raced like All Northeast over. scene. I raced Texas, Florida, California, Idaho, Northwest. Gosh, you really so he was just like, yeah, I think you're you're overqualified for that. You know, we need to have you start right. doing this. So then, right. then it just evolved into I just started doing more and more and more with you know, the brands and sponsorship and advertising and the vending thing and all of that. And then it just kind of evolved into doing, to doing just more of that because it was uh, it was something that was needed. Like, we didn't used to have that person that would, you know, set teams up at races and, you know, deal with scenarios in the pits. It's always like, remember someone's running truck, there's a fight, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, oh, hang on, we don't, we gotta. So I just said, just let me be that guy. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, I'm already out there anyway. So it just kind of, again, if you're, you know, if you're, you know, good at what you do or have a skill, a talent, whatever you want to call it, it kind of will, right. if it's in the right environment, it will, you know, just, it'll, yeah. it just kind of happens, you know. Right. Or if you just, you know, the few things they had me do, you just, I just showed up, did a good job, didn't complain, right. you know, and you just, I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. you know, this guy's, you know, this guy's in it for the long haul, you know. And we've had people that, you know, hey, I want to come help with the grands, you know, I'm going to be there early, you know, they quit after a day. Like, I didn't know you guys did all this. They go, well, it's not here when we get here. Right. You know, they have no, you know, I mean, it's, there's nothing in a quarter mile long building. I mean, you know, and it, 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 that, you know, that's the thing people have. You know, they show up and, you know, the circus is set up. 
Yeah. They don't they don't see it being set yeah. up and being torn down. Right. How weird was it when you started dealing with manufacturers that were previously pros that you probably looked up to like I did? Oh yeah. And now you're dealing with whether it be Toby Henderson or Jeff mm-hmm. Cooper's or I mean it, they're all over the industry, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I still deal with how weird is that that that's what you do now when when well, those were the guys that you and I would line up to watch. Early early on it was it was yeah, you're like, Man, it's weird, you know, like you know, Harry Larry's calling me about, you know, yeah. stuff from Merzochi. You know, like, yeah. Just weird, you know. Right. But now it's like, you know, all these years later, it's like you you know, you go back there's some of my longtime friends that used to race but maybe aren't so much into it, they'll like, you know Right. You know, they'll wanna look at names in my phone or whatever yeah. and they're just like, I can't believe like, you know, Bob Harrow just calls you know calls you. And right. Like, yeah. Right. Or, you know, well, you know, currently let's say, you know, like, you know, I deal with Chad Reed a lot, the motocross guy. You know? Oh do you? Yeah, you know, he, you know yeah, yeah his, fa- his family races and all of that. And he works with us on some of our foundation stuff and all that. So Oh nice. So it's funny, one day I'm I'm sitting sitting at lunch with some, you know, kind of hot rod buddies, uh-huh. whatever. You know, they raced when they were younger, but so I'm eating and like a you know, like a text comes up and he's like looking at it and he's all who did who did that just say? And I'm like I I look at it, I go, Oh it's you know, it's, it's Chad Reed and I just kinda of keep eating and he goes, like like the motocross guy, the supercross champ. I'm like, Yeah, I go, how, yeah, how many Chad Reeds do you know? You know, and he's all He's just texting you. I go, yeah, it's probably, you know, it's probably about the next race coming up or whatever. And he goes, well, are you going to text them back? I go, well, I'm eating right now and I'm hanging out with you guys. Right, right. I'll, you know, the race is like two weeks away. Right. So, yes, I will, but I'm not going to, yeah. you know, drop everything. Like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah, right. So, but, yeah, I mean, again, that's what I, going back to, I mean, working. I mean, I've got to do a lot of Mm-hmm. cool things meet a lot of right. cool people and it's cool to meet guys like Chad Reed and work mm-hmm. them or uh, you know Mark, like like you know another person I've met over the last few years Mark Hayes you know he works at Roush Racing and mm-hmm. you know he's really big in the NASCAR scene or you know you, you meet these people and mm-hmm. it it it's super, super cool or like the Silvas from you know from Nashville and they're so entrenched in country music and you, know, you meet all these great people and they're, they're they're cool people but you know they're you know they're 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 normal people they like mm-hmm. racing and you know and and you know my friends are like oh did you ask him this this and this and I go no, no man I, I just let him he's there with his kids sure it, if he opens the door and talks about something, yeah. I might talk about. But I don't go, you know. Hey, tell me about yeah. you know. The, you know, I, I just I just it's try probably, to let. And I think a lot of them appreciate that. And I'm maybe just say, maybe it's why they trust you with. And you, just, right, and that's why they're maybe you know fr- fr- friends or friendly with sure you wrong. because they're like you know he's he's just a normal guy too. He doesn't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not right. I don't have to do an autograph for him or whatever. Right. But um. But yeah, it is. It is. It, I mean, especially dealing with like a lot of the Hall of Fame stuff. I mean, you deal with all the le- you know, all those legendary guys and you're, yeah. you know, you know, people in the industry, and it's still, yeah. you know, still sometimes you know, you're still, I'm still a fan. Yeah, I'm still that 
you know, I'm still, you know, as you are probably young at heart and you're sure. still, you know, still when you see Stu Thompson, you're just like, man, that's Stu Thompson, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and even though, you know, he's retired now and had his law enforcement career mm -hmm. and, you know, he's, he's kind of the man of few words, but everyone was like, whoa, man, he's, you know, the man has spoken, you know, he's still yeah. bigger than life to me, even though, you know, I'm yeah. 54 years old, he's still... Sure. You know, it, it's funny. I took a joke with people who are like, you know, ah, oh, Stu Thompson won every race he ever raced. If you know, if you think back, he didn't. But no, you know, it's just what you think. Or sure, you know, it's uh, yeah, you know, like like Gary Ellis is like a hot rod guy. You know, he's he's we're friends on Instagram, and yeah, you know, we talk back and forth. You know, Gork talked to him the other day. We talked to Pistol Pete the other day on the phone, and he's he's awesome. And, yeah. you know, those two guys are like two of the all-time greats you know you see you know yeah. you talk to you know i deal with john purse down in florida and all the mm -hmm. great things he's got going on with his you know sarasota bmx academy and sure. you know another you know legend in the sport Absolutely. you know and it's just with the guys it, it, it is it is you know weird or you know yeah. i remember you know again going you know like if you told I was, you know, I was telling BA one time we had dinner with Bob Haro and, uh -huh. you know, that uh, he signed like a, like a wine bottle cork. Oh, okay. He like signed it and Mike Carruth was there and, yeah. you know, it was funny because we, you know, Mike's, you know, around the same, you know, same age as us sure. basically. And uh, I know you're just a smidgy younger than me. I keep saying yeah. our age, but fifties, no, fifties. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so he, we're, the, we're the same. You know, Mike Carruth, we're walking. He's like, man, you know, we just had, you know, we just had dinner with like Bob Harrell. I go, yeah. I know it's weird if you told my 14 year old self right. that, hey, when you're like, you know, this was 47 years old, you know, you're going to be sitting at a table. You'd be like, no way. Which no way. It's my roots. Somewhat the same as you. He's been around these people, mm -hmm. you know, in the business end too, and I'm sure. He asked Bob Harrell, hey, can I have that? Yeah. The, the wine cork? And he's like, sure. And then he put he put whatever the date. He goes, you want me to date it? And it was just funny. It was like you know we're like yeah. regressed to like fourteen. Yeah. You know. So yeah, you you do do that. But on mm -hmm. the flip side, mm -hmm. there's always the the scenario. Sometimes you hear you know you never want to meet your heroes. I yeah, mean, there yeah. are those guys too where sure. you're just like, man, I wish I, I wish I didn't deal with them. I wish yeah. I could just be like. Looking at him in the pages of BMX action. Yeah, yeah, go, go back to that. Man, that guy's awesome, yeah. you know. Yeah, leave it at that, right? Yeah. Hold it, put it yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, and it's, uh, right. you know, they all put their pants on one leg at a time, like yeah. we do. And yeah. Some of them are still just the coolest guys, though. Like, PK is awesome. And, yeah. You know, I had always heard how awesome, like, you know, Eddie Fiola was mm -hmm. at Martin Aparillo. And I'm like, right. They're like the nicest guys, super cool. And I, you know, I told someone like Eddie is like everything I ever read or heard from anybody mm -hmm. about Eddie. Feel like he is that guy. Like yeah. He's he's you know he's a stunt man. But he's mm -hmm. like he's just a super cool, nice dude. You know. Did he marry Wendy Osborne? He did not. Who did? I, um, I thought a freestyle guy did. I'm but not. I'm not really if, sure. If I know you don't she's. Know, don't worry about it. I, I know somewhere I got that in my head. Her and uh, Joe Hawk from Haro are engaged. Okay. To be married very soon. Mm -hmm. They've been dating for 
several years so mm-hmm. um that would be awesome you know i sent him an email hey, congratulations yeah and right right saw you guys you got engaged and oh that's that's great so that's cool so she's still in bmx some way yeah shape yeah. or form <laughs> that's wow she was good oh my gosh was she good yeah i i think the time she came to rockford and has been around i think mm-hmm. it kind of freaks her out because she doesn't she doesn't i don't think they I don't think they realize how much they impacted like the people of our age, yeah. you know, like Big time. how much they impacted or it's like sometimes you talk to like, I'll talk with Toby, you know, I talk to Toby a lot cause I deal with them at box and mm-hmm. all that. And we have some great conversations and he goes, yeah, it's, it's just weird when someone it's like, you know, the person knows more about me than like I do or they're like, Hey, remember in, yeah. You know, Iowa, you gave me your pads after the clinic, and he's like, I, I, I gave so many kids plates and pads, and right. I go, just tell him, I'm like, just tell him you do. It's just easier. Yeah, right, man. Right. Yeah, that was cool. No. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it has to be, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be hard for those guys, too, but it's just yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of weird, man. They know so much about you, or... sure. Not like man, the you know the race at Elkhart, Indiana. And you remember the second turn mm-hmm. when he took out you know whoever, and he's just like, man, we raced so many races, man. You know, it's like yeah. hard to. And yeah. he goes, you feel kind of, you're like, nah, I, I don't, you know, right. or, yeah, or someone. He goes, oh yeah, I remember that. You yeah, know, that was a that was a good one. <laughs> right, right. You know, and uh, but it's neat to talk to those guys because you get a lot of. Uh, it's been cool getting to be privy to again like backstory stuff like sure. you talk about they tell you mm-hmm. cool things about scenarios that you know you never would have known you were just the kid reading bmx action and you're right. like well i would have never known that you know that didn't you know it's really cool to hear that right that right. stuff you know and you know it's um, neat to hear right how right. things work or went down or what they really you know did get in their deals or didn't get in their mm-hmm. deals or whatever and it's always fun to to talk about that stuff too because it's it's just all knowledge you just take it all in yeah it's part of your job yeah i mean really it is is eric group asked me you know eric group will text me like Mm -hmm. hey what was the he hits me with some i think half time i think he's just testing me to see if i know you know hey what was the what was that guy's name that ran, you know, the prolong team and you know, and you're like Chuck Glad, yeah, Chuck Glad, and I, I, I knew you'd know. And then, so one day he, he hits me with, you know, a trip, you know, the, the Eric Group trivia, I call it, right. or whatever. And it's it's cool because he, he's trying to remember somebody or something. Sure. And uh, you know, being in it as long as he has, I'm right. sure you know, he's right. probably forgot more than most of us know. You know, sure. so he was just like you know who's gonna know all this stuff when you know you and gork aren't there yeah right i said i, I don't know man That's but but <laughs> you know um like justin wall or wally as we know him he's yeah. he's doing a really good job you know he's interested in the history and yeah. he's always digging through and posting some cool sure. throwbacks or he'll ask us hey what was the deal with that one mm-hmm. photo or and it's cool that that he you know he asked he's interested right you know, it's right. like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's like, you know, it, like you said, so much happens so fast in the early years. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And his, his, Justin's dad was part of it. 
Uh, I'm oh, yeah, assuming for Jim sure. Wall is, is his father, it, right? Exactly. Yeah, and, funny story. Uh, so, so Wally, as we call him, he, you know, mm-hmm. he, he sends me his resume at, at USA BMX, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Justin Wall, okay, you know, and he's like, you know, hand graduating from, or, uh, you know, wanted to do some sort of internship. He's at University of Nebraska, Cornhuskers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I knew my, I knew the guys at the foundation were looking for some people. And I go, hey, man, this this kid's, you know, again, call him a kid. But mm-hmm. Right. I said, uh, you know, hey, this, you know, this kid's pretty solid. He races, you know, he's, you know. Sure. And, uh, you know, maybe someone to consider, you know, so, um, you know, they ended up hiring him for like a summer or whatever, and he came and worked. And then uh, we're at Vegas, and he was, uh, you know, he eventually got hired, mm-hmm. you know, with us full time after he graduated. And uh, he was telling me, "Hey, thanks for, you know, send, sending my resume to those guys, you know, because mm-hmm. you know now I work here." And I was like, "I go, yeah. Why? Why did you send it to me?" Yeah. And he goes, "Well, he said something to the effect of." Well, my dad said he knew you and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, said you're a solid guy, whatever. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so I just, I just sent to you. So I didn't think to go, well, who, you know, who is your dad? Yeah, yeah. I just said, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So then we go to Vegas. He goes, hey, my, my dad's coming to Vegas. I'm like, oh, cool. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. So I see him. I see Wally walking down the hall, uh-huh. like down, down the stalls. Right. And I see Jim Wall, I go, oh, dude, I know your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know your dad. <laughs> I go, your dad's Jim Wall. He goes, yeah. Didn't you write for, like, Hardee's at one point? Yeah, Hardee's and uh, yeah, yeah, I remember Dance Comp, I think. And he got older, Dance Comp. And, yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was fast. He was very good. Solid, solid racer. I think he was in the era of racing now. He'll be listening and go, what do you mean used to be? Yeah, no. yeah right, <laughs> right. But was he in the era of racing, era of racing uh, like, Jameson Hendler and people like that? I think he was in he that should have been, yeah. Yeah, he would be. He'd be right in there. Yeah, he'd make the show. He Jameson was Hendler, wow, that's you're digging deep on that's a deep track cut right there, Jameson uh, Hendler. Yeah, <laughs> I can't go as deep as you, I'm sure, but yeah, that's just one of those names. It's like, oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good one. He was good. like Gary DeBacker. Remember the legs on Jameson Hendler? <laughs> that dude was just he was he was solid. Like, yeah, jeez. Um, so yeah, it was uh, so it was just yeah. funny. I was like, I I knew his dad, but I I didn't. Didn't know his dad until I saw him. And I go, oh, I know your dad. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay. anyways, yeah, Wally's, you know, he's doing a great job, and uh, uh-huh. it's cool because all the, you know, the kids gravitate to him at the races because he does all our social and our Instagram. And, yeah, you know, he's the younger, sure, younger face that you know. It's like we're all getting older and yeah. have tons of knowledge and know how to do a lot of things, and we just try to. You know, hopefully with our new building and the Hall of Fame, you know, we have almost 5,000 square feet that will be dedicated, you know, to the Hall of Fame and Museum, so... Which is a good size chunk. Just trying to right. preserve everything to right. where people, you know... We have an awesome library, which... Oh, I like, Obviously, we're, hopefully we'll get some more new additions to yeah. that with oh, things yeah. we've been talking about. Oh, yeah. So. It's all ready to go. I'm so, sending uh, you... You want everything, I'll send you everything. So. <laughs> So, Even the so papers. that'll be good because it's all it's all good to reference. It's all good to look mm-hmm. back through. It's all good to. And, 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 I mean, it's it's it's, your, it's our history. You know, and, it's, our, it's, and our it's our history. good for us because it's secure. 
Mm -hmm. you know I mean, it's so important to secure and, those things. And just just me as a as a you know, I, t I talk with Todd Todd Huffman a lot, who mm -hmm. does a lot. You know, he's an old BMX guy sure. for SE. He's commentator for a bit, right? Also, maybe. Um, I might think of someone else. I'm not sure. He did. He did like the motocross files, and he did. You know, he's done a lot. Done a lot in motocross, mm -hmm. and uh, he. Uh, I'll talk with him all the time, and he's mm -hmm. just like, dude, you know, like as much about motocross <laughs> as you do BMX. And he goes, a lot of people don't know. I go, I probably know more. Because right. I said, you know, I said, I, I, you know, my dad was into that. My dad raced oh, at right, Indian right. Dunes and Saddleback. And yeah. we'd go to the Carlsbad Bad GP and right. watch Roger get a Costa race. I went to the yeah. first Supercross at the L.A. Coliseum in 72 when I was five. I was only five. My dad's like, you were there. You fell asleep, but you were there. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, mm -hmm. you know, again, like... Uh -huh. My mom always said, I always bought you magazines because you, you would never sit down and read a book. Right. But you would read a magazine cover to cover until the cover sure. fell off. Right. So from motocross magazines, BMX, mm -hmm. some skateboard, some surf. Yeah. I like Action Now. It's, it's funny when you, I don't know how much you know about Action Now magazine, but if you really think back to Action, I, I mean, it was, it was action sports all in one thing. It was, it was, it was yeah. like ahead of its time. It was like, when you think about it, because it had you know, had BMX, yeah. motocross, skateboarding, surf. Sure. It was like action sports in one magazine. Yeah. yeah. You know, action. Was it, if it would have came out later. Yeah. Was it another high torque production? Um, I don't magazine or I don't. I don't think it was high torque. I, I don't, I'm not sure, but I know Haro's buddy James Casimus shot a lot of the photos. Dean Bradley mm -hmm. shot a lot of photos and was involved with it and. They had a lot of the cool, younger, yeah. you know, and uh, I remember. Re reading some things Dean Bradley has written, he just said that it, it was like the skateboarder, skateboard brand said, you need to do more skateboarding. Yeah, the yeah. surf advertisers like, we want to see more surf. Right. The BMX was like, we want to see more BMX. Right. And he goes, it was hard to be all things, all people. Absolutely. You know. But right. when you, I mean, but yeah, it's like, you know, like, and I know Scott, Scott Town, who's a, you know, way, way old school guy, oh, yeah. too, I mean, he's, he, he's a big fan of Action Magazine as well, and we've had some conversations about mm -hmm. it, it was like, so far, it was ahead of its time, it was, yeah. you know, too, it was, it was just, you know, like, the world wasn't ready for it yet. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know which you one know. I'm thinking of when, when he said high torque crash and burn? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that always had some good stuff, too. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, and they'd have those funny little uh it came out, like, bubbles. once or twice a year. You know, yeah. it had, like, all... Yeah. It had some BMX, BMX always worked in there somewhere. I'm in the background of the picture there of a crash at Louisville. At the oh, nice. It, it's so funny, because only I would know with me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's funny. But, yeah, that's, we, that's still good, though. That's funny. Yeah, it's, like, I, yeah, I got in crash and burn. I'm in the crowd. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I've had full pictures that they're just like, some, this is some just dude doing something, I don't know. Yeah. This jump wasn't uh, it wasn't allowed at the contest, but didn't stop this guy from doing it or some something like that. And they didn't have a name for me. I was just like, hey, whatever. Yeah. I know it was me. Um, all right. I'm gonna hit this one. I, 
I like to keep things positive. So, uh, but this one thing I wanted to ask is uh, most misunderstood part of ABA slash USA BMX in yourself directly. What what, is, what do you what pops up a lot? Like we joked about, you know, that everyone's wretched at USA BMX. Everyone's just driving Ferraris. And, yeah, you know, yeah, taking yeah. all that money. What's the most, what, do you, what do you think the, the, the biggest misunderstanding is with, with today's uh, era of, of racing to, with you know, USA BMX? Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one to answer, man. I mean, it's almost like situational from event to event. No, um, yeah. Um, and you can pass. I was just thinking. Of, no, I mean. I don't even know if it could be one. Yeah, I'm just trying to... Situational meaning is probably at a national is probably something that commonly happens with some misunderstanding of the thing. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I think I think just, just, you know, maybe just some of us, you know, it's like I said, people don't realize that, you know, we, we, we come from racing, you know, like, you know... Chris Luna, Cody, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, I, I mean, Cody's been to probably more worlds than anybody I know. I mean, he's been going since he was a little kid, you know, and he, he spearheads our whole team USA. You know, a lot of people don't know that, you know, I mean, he's, I hey man, I've worn that jersey a lot in a lot of countries, and we didn't have the, you know, the support that he was, I didn't get the support, we were, we're giving you, the, you know, so, uh, you know, um, yeah, I think I think some of it is that you know they they you know they don't you know sometimes they don't realize we you know it drives me crazy when they're like you know the sport should be run by racers like it won't it 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 kind of is you know you know it 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 kind of is it's like are we currently racing now like if you even take Bill Morris our 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 head national official Bill Morris does all the video reviews all that stuff yeah. He raced in the pro ranks up to double A. Most people didn't even know he raced the BMX bike. Didn't know that. Yeah, he was an Arizona mm-hmm. local guy, and he he. Uh, it's funny because he's like because the the era he raced in, like local money counted, national money. Yeah. yeah. You know the point you 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 were ranked by uh, it was it was money earned. Yeah. And all all the money. That's what people ask. Oh, pros raced in the eight, in the early eighties and late seventies mm-hmm. because that's how they earned their number one plate is money earned. So local races, double point races, right. any, any kind of racing where they can earn money, it all counted. Yeah. Right. So, so um, Bill raced during that era, and he was you know he's a great Arizona pro. He he didn't mm-hmm. he stayed he didn't uh, he went he went he raced. Like the first grands, like the first couple grands, and uh, but he goes, I never went like east of Texas, and I raced some California stuff, and he goes, I was like a really good, you know, like local expert and a de- you know decent pro in like that area, but because mm-hmm. I wasn't on the circuit or anything like that. But he goes, yeah, I, I won enough money. He doesn't, he, he's always like, it's not, you know, to him, it's you know. It wasn't a big accomplishment or a big deal. It was just it just kind of happened because he did well locally. But I'm like, yeah, but you, you still turned double A pro. Not not a lot of people can say that. No, <laughs> I didn't 
singles for the side one. Yeah. So he, uh, you know, so even Bill, I mean, even, even Bill, you know, Bill Ray's. You know? I'm glad you answered that way because that's that's as I said in the beginning. I, I don't think people realize how. Or I, I mean, I've I've literally had dads go, "You should try racing sometimes, so you understand." Oh, yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> my my hope is is some of this word gets out there because I'm sure a couple thousand people will listen, and hopefully that word gets out to people and they start to understand yeah, that yeah. this organization is not. It's it's not run by people that are just counting pennies, right? You know right. That, that are made. We're cutting pennies, yeah, you know, wherever it may be. But uh, all right, so we'll go to a, uh, we'll go to a fun one. Uh, most memorable race you have raced in, or just most memorable period that you've worked, maybe. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot of memorable things, but. I mean, you know, first, I just have to say, you know, the, the, the people I've met, you know, the people I've met, the people I've worked with, you know, um, you know, even my friendship with you in, in the recent years, you know, it's like we don't really know each other, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, you know, we have that common bond, sure. you know, BMX and, you know, um, there's a lot of things like that, but um, when, I, when I really think back it was it, it was uh you know I, I would i almost want to say you know it was like when bmx was announced going into the olympics i mean that was like a pipe dream we heard since like the early 80s right I mean, probably 1980 82 84 i mean mm-hmm. for years it was this pipe dream like, even when, even when they announced it, I told Biego, until they're going down that ramp, I'm, I'm not believing it until it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, being, again, being uh, from a kid from our era mm-hmm. to there being a local track built on an Olympic training facility to go there yeah. and just... You know, still, every time I go to Chula Vista, I still, that goes through my head, like, you know, we, you know, we, as a sport, I'm like, you know, we, we made it, you know, this was like never going to happen. And then I'll talk to kids that are like, you know, riding at the track at Chula and I'm like, you know, you don't realize what a, what a big deal this is, you know, right? You're at an Olympic training center and racing a single point race every week. Right. Yeah, so I, I mean, work, working the very first Olympic trials to qualify our Olympic team was for for a kid growing up in it, and you know, to be a part of getting at qualifying the athletes to the yeah. first team and being involved in that process and getting getting to run the game. That that was. It's pretty cool, you know, I, I hold that in high regard as being part of that, you know, it was, it was pretty cool, especially when a lot of, a lot of people, and quote unquote, the other side told, you know, would tell you, you'll never have anything to do with any of you know, and where we were the ones doing it for the first one, and, and every, I think we talked about, everybody played a huge part in getting it. Get, getting our sport to the Olympics, you know, just yeah. you and I buying our memberships and racing oh, every yeah. week. Everybody played a huge part, and it was a long time coming. And you know, but uh, 
going to the Olympics. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I mean, for, you know, I mean, just to witness it, not obviously competing, sure. but to witness it. And again, being a guy from, guys from our era, that it was this pipe dream. And now you're like, yeah. it's, you know, it's really happening. You know, it's right here in front of me. Yeah. You're just like, you know, you just, you just, it's hard to explain. You just have so much pride for your country. And, yeah. You know, and, yeah, I was teasing. I was teasing some of the other pros that race our series so much, and I was saying, like, "Oh, if you get silver, you know." And they would they would laugh. I'm like, "Yeah, USA gold." You know, it was just right. it was funny. You know, so it's all in good fun. But <laughs> I, something that strikes me as possibly memorable is: uh, Were you in the uh, the conference room watching the the uh, 2016? Olympics, the Olympic final. Yes, I was in that conference room. That video that everyone, a lot of people yes. have seen of all you guys watching. And, yes, you know you get Nick Long as a whole shot. Right? Yeah, it was Nick Long and, and his gra- his grandma and grandpa are watching it with us in that room. They were in there too. Yeah, no way. Yeah, they were wow. in there with us, and it was, yeah, yeah man. I mean, you, yeah, I can only imagine how much pride the athletes have because, yeah. you know, I think. I think just us as an organization, with, you know, having all a lot of the events to help them get there and being involved right. with the process, and right. you know, we're I mean, you know, we're like that's those are our 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 riders, you know, they're they're part of us, you know. Right. I mean, Elise's you know Elise's parents, right? You know, dad still runs the track. You know, we've known her since she, you know we've known Nick Long forever. He's been our national champion. Elise Post has won more cups than anybody, oh, so you're always like, yeah. you know, we've known Connor since he's little, you know, yeah. we know their parents, and you're still, mm-hmm. you're still attached to them, and you have so much, you know, so much pride, like, mm-hmm. you know, them, you know, you almost feel like, hey, they're representing us, too, right. you know, right. ABA, USA, BM, just BMX, you know, yeah. so even though, you know, not, not necessarily directly, but, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, we have, you know, we take a lot of pride too, you know, so, yeah. like when we go to the Worlds, you know, we try to give all our riders the best opportunity and the best support on the amateur side, I mean, mm-hmm. so many other countries don't, you know, don't, have, yeah. you know, have the budget or do own. near what we, I mean, all those countries come, like, hey, let me borrow your tools, can we get, can we have some tubes, can we? I'm just like, sorry, man, yeah. you know, your country, you know, right. Your, right. your country has the budget and, you know, like like you'll see people are, oh, it only costs, you know, like, I remember one year Christian Best Room was like, oh, it only costs $75 to go to the Worlds for Argentina. And I go, yeah, and I noticed you sit in our pit every year. <laughs> so <laughs> right, I said, you know right. what, guess what, next year you're not. You yeah, just yeah. sit in Argentina yeah. and get your $75 worth. Right, right. He sent me a message, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm like, no, dude, that doesn't, yeah. you're, not, you're not helping us. You know, right. you hang out in our pit with Jim Buchanan because you race for him. And you get all the benefits of everything right. that Team USA has, and we've always helped you and done that. But I'm like, maybe you know, maybe you need to know what seventy-five dollars gets you yeah. at the world. Exactly. <laughs> right. Hey, another common misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to mention. Um, I think unless there's something you feel uh, we missed, I think we can we can wrap it up. I just wanted to quickly say uh, thanks to Power Spikes for. Uh, Sponsoring the podcast, still. Powers uh, BMX app on Instagram and, and uh, PowersBMX.com online. I know they're a vendor. Uh, 
Chad is. I need to. I still need to get there and check that museum out, man. You and I both. He's got some. Got a pretty epic place. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, whenever you're in that area, uh, I would imagine. What's the race? Uh, do you have a national in Virginia there, this year? There is one in Richmond where he's at. I, I just at this point, some some races are. I'm for you know some you just know you're going to. Some are you know you may go to, and sometimes mm-hmm. you know be able to say hey you know pick a couple you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you know you've been here a long time. Is there anywhere you want to go? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that you haven't been to, and um, last year I had a couple on my hit list, and then. You know the whole you know COVID scenario happened, and some of those races got moved around, changed, and all that. So, and that that's a whole nother you know how hard everybody in our office worked last year to to make things happen, and you know we appreciate everybody coming out to our events and racing and working through everything with us. And uh, you know we're still you know still got little things here and there we're still working through, but mm-hmm. that was probably one of the most challenging times ever for us with just dealing with cities and health departments and county and parking right there's so many people that could say no yeah it wasn't universally it it wasn't every state's different every county's different every park park director yeah i mean it where i live yeah yeah. down to the town yeah torrington and trumbull Totally different rules. Yeah. Or different enforcement. So or or what we ran into was some I know we're kinda of going off track here, yeah, but right. some some scenarios where it could be a county mm-hmm. where one park and rec director would say, Sure, go ahead and race. Yeah. Then the the other tracks are upset because oh it's not fair and how come they're open? like, Hey, don't try to get that truck shut down, right? let's help you and work with you to try to get you open yeah. Yeah. you know our, our goal is to keep tracks open and have places for the race not shut the track down because right. you don't think it's fair it's like you gotta check all that out the door yeah, yeah. we need people racing they want to race yeah so exactly. Well, maybe we will get to Chad's uh, museum at some point soon. So if it, if that ends up being when, then let me know. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's I, not I, a terrible I, drive for me. It's about 10 love, hours. I'd love to check it out and see what he's got going on in there. It's always good to good yeah. to uh, see. Every once in a while he would text me and say, Hey, what is this? Or, you know, anything about that? And, you know, oh, that's so awesome. Try to help him here and there. Another yeah. guy that's trying to, right. you know, he'll definitely... Uh, He's got a pretty awesome library and uh, yeah. becoming very super knowledgeable, which is good too. So Absolutely, you need, you need those people. And I be- <laughs> I, it, yeah, and I believe his his collection is safe too. I think it's another one that mm-hmm. I've given some of my stuff too, and I just I'm I'm good with it. It's I know it's yeah. yeah. He, he's proven that he's pretty serious about making this stuff happen. And so you, it's a passion for him. You can tell it's just mm-hmm. absolutely a passion for him. Yeah, we're down to anyone you want to thank, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Man, well, thank you know, thank thank you guys for the opportunity, you know, your podcast and all that. Um, you know, thanks to you know Clayton, Bernie, give me a shot. Well, thanks know. for driving the truck. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, thanks thank for getting God. your CDL license. Yeah, yeah. Thank God I didn't have to do that. Man. Wow. Like, man, can I can I get a pilot's license instead? I'll fly. Right, right. No. Um, <laughs> Nah, just you know, I mean, there's there's so many you know, just lots of friends and great sure. people and 
you know, thank, you know, obviously thank, thank my wife for putting up with me and all this for so many years, and she's a keeper and, you know, uh, awesome lady for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you always, well, on, well, on the well, Supercross podiums, you always hear people say, oh, I can't thank so-and-so enough. I well, always laugh and go. They're just reading off their jersey. you got to read off your history. Well, I laugh because they say, I, I can't thank this person enough. And I go, well, you actually could. You just say, <laughs> Thanks a million, man. You know, I mean, it sounds funny when they say that. I couldn't thank this person enough. I'm like, I, actually, you can. But uh, yeah, there's just so many people, man. Anyone I've ever, yeah, you know, worked with, talked to, you know, raced against. This, you know, the freestyle things, a new kind of. I say new, but I mean, I'm still dealing with a lot of, you know, old friends that own a lot of the companies and. Sure. And uh, you know, working through all those things, and you know, listening—it's—it's it's something new to learn, I should say, because it is a different culture. And uh, it's awesome to see the amateur athletes have. I mean, you know, I've seen some amazing riders and met some really cool, you know, again, parents, you know, riders. You know, it's something new, fresh, giving them an opportunity to be showcased and. Uh, hopefully uh, develop some sponsorship and things of that nature down the road for them as well. Right. You know, so. Thanks for keeping me, uh, kind of pushing me to get out here to these events because finally got to it and it's, it, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun <laughs> and I, I think you'll hear it in the, in, it, you know, from, from all, the, all the kids that came up uh, to the booth. And it just, it was, it's always good when I, it's always fun to do these when you're when you're doing little short interviews with kids and we're super quiet and shy and other ones are like Marshall Gerke, I, I could have, he could have talked to me from the middle. Yeah, he's he's great. He's been he's been well spoken since he was like eight, nine, ten years old. That BA was like you know, like he won one uh won our title and BA yeah. was like, Is he gonna be I go, Man, he is he's gonna be great and he's like, Man, he was mm-hmm. solid and he was we like can, nine, ten. We can <laughs> hear him. I mean it won't be anything new for you. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. He's he's but, he's great. I had such a range of appreciative, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll say USA BMX Freestyle members. It was awesome, and yeah. the parents too, with the, especially with the younger ones. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I think you'll hear a big cross section. I'll have to give old uh, George Costa a shout out. He initially put us in contact with each other yeah. originally. So yeah. George would be like, what? No, no thanks. What's my name, Skip? You know? <laughs> so I gotta give old George a shout out. You know, hopefully we'll get him back out to some races soon. I know he's probably coming up with some crazy BMX parts or something that some factory dad's gonna want. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, well, I, yeah, hopefully he does the uh, the weight. What's it, factory dad? What's the thing he does in the pits where they weigh their bikes? Did he do that? Yeah, yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was cool. Yeah, he did. Yeah, always. Uh, but yeah, man, so many, I, I mean, there's so many people that I, I mean, that, I've, you know, I've dealt with on the business side that have, you know, became like friends. Like I could use John, you know, John Sawyer, you know, we would, you know, we do, we do a lot of business together, but, you know, my wife and I went to Florida and we hung out with, you know, we went to visit them, you know, and hang out and it was just, just a good friend and his son Blake is awesome and his daughter, you know, it's like. You know, it's, you know, Rich Pelton. I mean, he's more a friend than business, but we do, I mean, we do. And it's tangent. You know, it's just, yeah, tangent. You know, we've 
And it, sometimes it is hard doing business and being friends, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes because it does get tricky, but <laughs> sometimes. You but, said S squared. Uh, I'm sorry, you said sorry, that's S squared, right? Yeah, S squared and, and uh, answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it. then, you know, Terry Baisley, who's, you know, vice president of Western Power Sports and, mm-hmm. you know, with Fly and, yeah. you know, I've known Matt probably since his son's Matt Baisley since he's you know, mm-hmm. five, six years old. And, yeah. you know, I've got to know, you know, just, you know, Ray, I mean, there's so, cool. so many people I deal with are, are, you know, there's people you deal with in, in business that, sure. you know, it's business, you see them at the right, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But there's people like when it's, when it's all over and you walk away, it's like, you know, I'm still calling that guy, yeah. you know. Well, that's a great part about life when you connect with people and work doesn't even feel like work because you're dealing with a friend. Yeah, yeah. The, the hard part is too, though, is like some, you know, we all live in different parts of the country and you're just mm-hmm. like, ah, man, I wish I... I live closer so you can hang out more, you yeah, know, yeah. but you don't, yeah. you know, it just doesn't work out because they live, yeah. you know, Fritz that owns, you know, owns Full Tilt, you know, he's a great guy, he lives in Minnesota, I'd love to hang out with him more, but, <laughs> but he's, he's a great friend, you know, yeah. but, uh, right. you, you see him when you see him and you're just like, man, sure. so you could hang out more, but Arizona's a long way from Minnesota. Yeah. It's all, it's all good stuff. I always enjoy talking to you. It's, uh. You're just uh, very, very, very modest and uh, just hardworking, and it's it's easy to talk to you about the, any of this stuff. Because you're just a patient, nice guy to talk to. So uh, I appreciate. <laughs> Until it. you ask. No. <laughs> hey, it works for me, and that's yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. only thinking about me right now. <laughs> I tell people I've been called be a lot. Of, I've been called a lot of things. You know? I hate to be selfish, so, but it's true. It, uh, oh, I, 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 I appreciate the compliment and. Uh, I guess you could say glad it doesn't go unnoticed, but there's always, there's always, you know, you're tearing down at a race and there's a family that was like, man, thank you so much. This was yeah. our first national and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And thanks, you know, thanks for all you guys do. And you're just like that, you know, that's what it's about. Not about the people that get jaded or whatever, sure. you know, entitled, jaded, however you want to say it. And they're, they're all mm-hmm. customers. I get it. I think what we, you and I and, and a lot of people are looking for the same thing as we get to the age that we are, and it's we just want positive it, experiences. We just I, don't. I'm, I'm glad you just said the the same goal because again I've said that I think everybody has the same goal. Just mm-hmm. every everybody might have a different idea of how you need to get there. Right. But we all want the same thing. Yes. It's like we want it to be bigger, better more friends more company you know everything you know it's like the more things there are the more things people you have to interview or things Mm -hmm. to talk about or it's not a bad thing and people it's okay to not agree on things and Mm -hmm. you know it's like everybody yeah you know like I said we're all going we want to go to the same place just you might you might think a different it's you know we need we, I, whoever needs to do it differently to get there, and I could say, well, I just, you know, I agree to disagree. Right. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. It's 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 okay. It doesn't mean I don't listen to you or I don't like you or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, right. it's okay. It's a lot easier to to live a life that's positive than it is negative, and, and and I'm I'm still learning every day of my life how to, how to make sure I find the more positive side of things, and I'm not perfect at it. No, no. We'll be optimistic, and it'll yep. make our jobs there's, even there's, easier. There's way more good people out there than bad. Absolutely. Way more. I totally agree.
That's it, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. No problem. It was I'm, fun. I'm absolutely. And I'm we happy could, we, we could got talk for like another month, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we will. It's not going to be on this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you, Shannon, to let you say DMX.